Practice Council, newly elected. Recording uh, in progress. The newly elected uh, leadership that was elected. Uh, our word of welcome and congratulations to all of you for, for being elected as members of the council. Uh, today we will be receiving a briefing from the department and the legal practice council on the legal on, on the regulations on the council. Uh, we dealt with the first uh, regulations, which we still need to interact further with the legal practice council. The regulations that were that were briefed about regarding the curriculum. Today we will be dealing with the regulations uh, regarding the council, uh, the election of the council, and in all on all related matters. So we will hand over now to to the chair of the council to greet us, so that we can all see him, see her and the members of the newly uh, elected uh, council so that we can all see them and uh, welcome them. Um, Thank you very much, Chairperson, for the opportunity. Um, my name is Janine Byberg, and with me online are members of the Executive Committee. Um, we've got Advocate Kennedy Tatsuane SC, uh, if I see he's online, if I just you can see his photo, Kennedy, are uh, you? I'm, I'm, I'm in, uh, Janine. Uh, thank you uh, very much. Thank you. Then we've got uh, Kathleen Matodolepu, our former chairperson, who's also on our executive committee. She's also online. Kathleen. And then. Yes. Thanks, Kathleen. And then we've got Miles Carter, um, who is also online. Good morning, everyone. And then we've got our executive officer, Charity Nzuzu, who is also online. Charity, where are you? Um, the old face. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much. Um, our executive committee consists of seven people, the, the chair and the vice chair, and then five additional members. Unfortunately, the remaining members out of the seven could not join us. But once again, thank you for the opportunity and we're looking forward to today. Thank, thank you, you very much. Advocate Kennedy, we did not see your face. Advocate... Uh, we did not see your face. Okay, yeah, Junior, I've got to speak. Yes. We, we want to see yes. your face, Kennedy. Yeah, uh, Janine, I'm trying to connect now on my uh, another device because my video seems not to be working. Uh, uh, I can assure... Can you see me? No, but I can assure everybody uh, online he's an exceptionally attractive gentleman. <laughs> and as soon as we, he's got his camera, he'll show uh, his face. Yeah, I'm just going to try to log with uh, a, another device and then uh, I'll just ask to be admitted again. All right. Thank you okay. very much. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Uh, let me just give uh, political parties one minute uh, to also express their word of welcome. Honorable Breitebach. Honorable Chairperson, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I was saying that uh, if we're just going to give one minute to each party 
to express their word of welcome to the newly elected uh, council. Thank you, Honourable Chairperson. My dogs are running around making a terrible noise, so forgive me. Um, yes, indeed. Uh, congratulations and very, very welcome. Uh, and we look forward to a productive relationship and th thank you for all the effort that you have put in. Thank you. Thank you very much. Honourable um, Swartz. Good morning, Chair, and good morning to the legal practice representatives. My congratulations also from my side. I was one of the members that drafted the Act many years ago, and so we look forward to working with you all, and thank you for your commitment to justice in the nation, and we wish you everything of the best for this term. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you very much, Honorable Swart, Honorable Janji. Thank you, Chair. Good morning to you and uh, morning to all the members. A word of uh, welcome to the Legal Practice Council, starting from their uh, chair. I don't know whether they call themselves president or chair, uh, Ms. Janine Maybeck, and your entire team. Uh, welcome to the to Team Justice. Um, you must feel at home. We are a team that deals with matters uh, in a very patriotic manner. We deal with matters as, as South Africans, members of Parliament of the Republic of South Africa. We 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 choose no faces. Um, we, we we deal with substantive issues regardless who this person is, what formation this person comes from, you will soon uh, realize that in the manner in which we engage, because our driving concern is a, a better South Africa in relation to the portfolio that we're in, that this portfolio of justice broadly in South Africa must up its game and therefore must serve the people of South Africa, and in doing so, every institution is therefore interrogated with a sole purpose. When we hard with you, just know that this is our intention. Our intention is the, the administration of justice to, to everybody, including those in the most remote areas. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Janji. Can we proceed now uh, to receiving the briefing from the department and and the Legal Practice Council? I'm not sure who's leading. Is it you, uh, Ms. Maybach, or, uh, or or members of the department? Chairperson, we, we do not have a presentation, but we do have one or two comments that we'd like to make. Thank you. Okay. So can the department start? Then after the department, then we will give... Uh, the Legal Practice Council to say one or two words. Uh, thank you, Chair. I'm Ms. Lowe of Department of Justice, and thank you for this opportunity. Um, can I share my screen? Yes, please. Um, um, all right. <clears throat> I will be briefing the committee on 
the proposed amendments to Regulation 2 today. Um, as background, I can say that the majority of the sections of the Legal Practice Act came into operation with effect from October and November 2018. And the Legal Practice Council was then established. <clears throat> the first regulations in terms of this Act were published in August 2018. Section 7 of the Act provides for the composition of the Legal Practice Council and Section 7.1a provides that the Council inter alia consists of 16 legal practitioners elected in accordance with the procedure prescribed by the Minister. And prescribed is defined in Section 1 as prescribed by regulation. Then Section 941C of the Act provides that the Minister must make regulations to inter alia provide for a procedure for the election of the legal practitioners to the Council as contemplated in Section 71A. Any regulations made must before publication, be tabled in Parliament for approval. The current regulation two of the current regulations provides for the election procedure, procedure referred to in section 71A of the Act. The process prescribed by regulation two is currently only paper-based. And regulation two was drafted in 2018 in a limited time frame and was focused on the first election that was then held in 2018. The proposed amendments will now be discussed. The Council requested these amendments to Regulation 2 and these proposed amendments will ensure a smooth, continuous transition from an existing Council to the next without an overlap in administrative functions, confusion and duplication. Provision is also now made for the option of electronic voting. The proposed amendments do not change the structure or policy of Regulation 2. Regulation 1 of the amendment regulations defines the regulations as the current regulations. Regulation 2 of the draft regulations amends Regulation 2. Regulation 2A and B of the draft regulations delete references to the first election in Regulation 2, 2 and 3, as this election took place in 2018 and therefore references thereto became obsolete. Regulation 2C of the draft regulations amends Regulation 2.4. References to the first election in Regulation 2.4 is again deleted. The proposed new wording of Regulation 2.4 A and B clarify when elections must be held and also when a member's term commences and ends. Elections are held every third year in accordance with Section 10 of the Act that provides that a member holds office for three years. A member's term commences on the date of announcement 
and then terminates upon announcement of the next election results. There may not be an overlap of terms. <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, let me just, uh, yeah. The proposed new wording of Regulation 24C provides that paper ballots and electronic voting can be used. The Council will give guidelines and in terms of paragraph D must appoint an independent electoral service provider. The proposed new wording of Regulation 24E provides for when notices requesting nominations must be dispatched namely between 60 and 90 days prior to the third anniversary of the date of the announcement of the results of the immediate preceding election. In terms of the proposed new regulation 24F, if a vacancy becomes available, the candidate who in the immediate preceding election received the most votes following the votes received by the member who received the last least votes and who falls within the same categories set out in annexes A and B, as the departing member must be appointed to fill that vacancy. Annexes A and B prescribe the ballot typers for attorneys and advocates. The categories reserved to are the number of black women, black men, white women, white men that can serve as members in order to comply with the representativity provisions in Section 7 of the Act. <clears throat> in terms of the proposed new regulation 24G, if such a person is not available, the candidate in the immediate preceding election must be appointed. In terms of the proposed new regulation 24H of the regulations, if no person referred to in paragraphs F or G is available, the council must conduct a by-election. The proposed new regulation 24I provides that the term of the person that filled this casual vacancy must terminate on the date on which the office of the replaced member would have been terminated. The proposed new regulation 24J provides what information must be included in the guidelines by the Council. Regulation 2D deletes references to the first election in Regulation 25B. Regulation 2E amends Regulation 211 to refine the voting process and to include electronic voting. The wording of the new subregulation 11 is adapted to include the electronic voting option and no other big changes to the process are made. <clears throat> regulation 2F amends regulation 212 to correct cross-references consequent to the amendment to regulation 211. Regulation 2G amends Regulation 215 that provides for when the voting papers must be opened to include a reference to paper ballots as the new Regulation 225AA 
will provide for this relating to electronic ballots. Regulation 2H, I and J amend regulations 221, 22 and 23 to correct cross-references consequent to the amendment to regulation 211. Regulation 2K inserts a new regulation 225A in the regulations to provide for the process applicable to the electronic ballots. And the process is similar to that of voting by paper ballot. In terms of regulation 225A, the chairperson and referee must examine the electronic documents verify them and regard them as void if applicable. In terms of paragraph B, the referee's view prevails in case of disagreement. And the referee must record and endorse invalid forms in terms of paragraph C. <clears throat> in terms of regulation 225D, the chairperson and referee must note the voters' information in a voting register. The chairperson must, in terms of paragraph E, securely retain the electronic documents in the presence of the referee. The documents must be retained for three months, as are the paper ballots. <clears throat> in terms of regulation 225AF, the independent electronic to roll service provider must count the votes recorded and record the result in the presence of the scrutineer and the referee, where after the chairperson must securely retain or save it. Regulation 2L of the draft regulations amends regulation 229 that provides for the reporting of the result by the scrutineers to include references to electronic voting and paper ballots. Regulation 2M amends Regulation 232 to provide how practitioners must be notified of the election results. Regulation 2N amends Regulation 235 to correct a cross-reference consequent to the amendment to Regulation 211. Regulations 3 and 4 delete references to the first election in the ballot papers as contained in Annexes I and B to the regulations. Regulation 5 of the amendment regulations provides that these regulations will come into operation on the date of publication thereof in the Gazette. Comment was invited from the stakeholders that are listed there, it's the Professions and Legal Aid South Africa, and an invitation to comment was also placed on the departmental website, but no comments were received. The Presidency, Policy and Research exempted the department from conducting a socio-economic impact assessment on these amendment regulations. Thank you, Chair.
Thank you very much, Ms. Lowe. Uh, uh, Ms. Mother, over to Thank you. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Um, with, as it has been indicated, it was more merely just for to smooth line the, the transition of one council to the next council um, to ensure that we are allowed to have electronic voting. This election passed, we had electronic and paper-based voting, and we'd like to retain both. But just to show that only 13% of our members voted in a paper-based um, process. So it's important that we get in the electronic uh, voting process and the smooth transition from when the council is announced to actually when they take office. Um, another important thing is I note that there, there may have been a, a typo when it says to uh, a cross-reference to 12A1, it should read 11D2 and not 11D1AA. So just a, a minor um, clarification, it appears that in the um, presentation given to us, there may have been a typo. And just on one issue where it says the chairperson and the scrutineer needs to open the boxes. We have a challenge that in the event that our chairperson is ill or abroad, it doesn't allow for the chairperson or the chairperson's nominee. So that is basically our comments. I don't know if anybody else wants to add, but it was just to streamline the process and to ensure that we allowed as well the electronic voting to for our practitioners. Thank you, Mr. Chairperson. I don't know if there's anybody, if I may ask, if there's anybody else from the Legal Practice Council that would like to comment. Thank you. Chairs, Miles Carter, if I may go ahead. Please proceed, Mr. Carter. Thank you. Just following on from Janine's last comment about the difficulty with the chair not being available, it, it only occurred to me when I was going through this presentation that it may not, in fact, be appropriate for the chair to play this role because the chair may be a candidate in the election. And there could be questions. I'm certainly not suggesting that our former chair did anything inappropriate in the, in the last election. But there may be questions raised if the chair is one of the candidates for election. And um, I would suggest that, in fact, the reference to the chair in that context be replaced, um, putting another burden on charity shoulder by the executive officer. Thank you very much. Any further input from members of the council? Sorry, Chair, I do have quite a few minor comments in some respects. There's some typos and grammatical issues, um, which I think may be best if I simply forward those to the relevant person so that they can be corrected. I don't think we need to go through um, those sorts of things during a meeting such as this. Um, but if one can look at the proposed amendment to Regulation 4D, which is on the third page of the document that was circulated. It says the substitution for, uh, sorry, it's regulation 45B. It says that the notices must be sent by email to the email address of every legal practitioner. And this is people who would be planning to vote. But in fact, it's only practicing legal practitioners who can vote. So I would suggest that practicing be inserted 
before legal practitioner in both instances in that paragraph where it appears. Otherwise, we would have to send these notices to every non-practicing legal practitioner, and there are thousands of them. Okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't have thought that that would be contentious, but uh, if we can just give some consideration to that. Is that all, Mr. Cutter? Uh, sorry, Chair, one other thing. Um, in fact, two other things. Uh, page five, um, in subparagraph F, it says uh, substitution of regulation 12. Then in subparagraph A, Roman 1, there's a reference to subregulation 11D1AA. I think that should be 11D2AA. And then the final comment is the, the, the final proposed amendment to the regulation just before we get to the annexures. Um, it deals with the retention of ballot boxes and then destruction of the documents. Where there's electronic voting, we have a provision that the ballot boxes or the documents should be retained if there's any dispute regarding the validity of a ballot. And that does not reflect in the paper-based voting procedures. So I would suggest that the paragraph or the provision that is in uh, Regulation 25, capital A, E, Roman 2, should be also included in the subparagraph uh, small n. I can forward these to the, the relevant people of necessary for clarification. Those are the only comments I have. Thank you very much. Uh, Ms. Charity. Uh, thank you, Chair. Um, I wanted to reiterate the last comment um, from Mr. Carter on the issue of the chairperson being part of the election. Uh, this was a problem definitely for the last election, and we had to segregate the chairperson during the counting process, and uh, she could not be involved as much as she's required to, and I had to take the role. So I, I wanted to support that uh, the role that is given to the chairperson is given to myself currently as the executive officer or whoever will be the EO at the time. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much. Uh, there seems to be issues that need to be corrected between the Legal Practice Council and the department. I'm not sure whether it is fair that uh, we, we, we proceed uh, when the, all of those issues have not yet been, because I think corrected, because I think it would be better uh, that something that is watertight is brought before us. So something that still needs to be corrected, I think it needs to be cleaned up properly uh, between the department and the legal practice council, and then they bring something that is 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 right for us to deliberate and vote on. Honorable Swart. Yes, Chair. I, I agree with you. Thank you. I was going to raise that same issue that I would suggest these important comments that are now being brought by the Legal Practice Council members be uh, discussed by the, um, the Justice Department and that a presentation is made to us. What I didn't understand was there was a submission made that comments were asked for and no comments were received. Uh, maybe we can just have clarity on that because it seems there were. Maybe it could just be pressure. We understand we're all under a lot of pressure, but I do support 
in your view that um, there should be that consultation and then a complete and final draft be brought to us. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Ms. Lowe. Thank you, Chair. Um, can I just point out um, in one respect that the current regulation 215 provides that um, the envelopes, are, uh, uh, the chairperson or the executive officer, if so nominated by the chairperson, must in the presence of the referee open such envelope. This, this is how the current regulation 215 reads. And at the request of the council, the wording or the executive of the council, if so nominated by the chair, was deleted from the current regulations. The current regu the regulations um, that was sub submitted to parliament has been submitted to the Legal Practice Council on numerous occasions for their inputs. And as you are aware, Parliament is not allowed to amend regulation, so we will have to request um, the Minister to withdraw these set of regulations from Parliament um, in order for us to, to restart um, consultation with the Legal Practice Council. But from the Department side, I apologise for this um, misunderstanding. I it might have been because of the change of the members of the Legal Practice Council. But thank you. I will, I will do the necessary. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Charity. Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh, I wanted also to come to the defense of, of both us and the, and the department. When the, when the request of the amendment was, was, was sent to the department, it was solely to... to, uh, to work on the fact that we were in level two or level three at the time, and we needed to run the election around August, September. And we tried to just um, uh, try and push for a regulation so that it will allow us to run an election electronically. But um, when the, and, and we had not run an election in three years. So this is the first time that we actually ran an election around August. And then we saw all the issues that came up with running this election. But at the time, we, uh, I think the department had already done the regulations on the amendments and they'd already, uh, they'd been ready to save before yourselves. And so all these issues that are coming up are lessons that we would have learned um, during this first election of, of, of the term, of the, of, the, uh, of the time that the LPA has been in effect. So it just happened a few weeks or few months ago that we pick up all these issues and by that time, the department would have already sent us the regulations and would have had no problem with what they have, they've done. But looking at what at, at the lessons learned during the actual election, now we have all these issues. Thank you, Chair. Uh, Chair Person, your closing remarks. Um, thank you very much um, to yourself, uh, Mr. Chairperson, and the committee. Um, I think we understand the, the, the process more fully and we will ensure that it is correct in future. Um, I want to thank you for the indulgences. I just want to uh, make an apology for Mr. Busani Mabunda. He's been trying to join and unfortunately he couldn't get online. But it is important for us that we act in the interest of the public 
um, and to ensure access to justice. So we are pertinent and paramount to concentrate on that. And if you would bear with us so that we could get this correct, we'd be most appreciative. But thank you very much for everybody's time today. Thank you very much. Um, Honorable Stuart, I see your hand is up. Okay, I, I just also wanted to just say that we as Parliament can also learn from the electronic voting that the Council is adopting. That is something we are considering, so we also just commend them in that regard. But I wanted to raise a more general issue. Um, we, we know that the, that the Department and the Council will return with the amended regulations. But I, I would strongly suggest that we need in the new, with this new um, newly elected Council to engage with the Council on matters of mutual concern, particularly when it comes to issues relating to the running of the courts, electronic trials, I think that could be very helpful. We we didn't, uh, the fault might lie with us, engage with the previous council sufficiently. And I would look forward to a more, um, uh, engage, uh, we, we engage with the judiciary, but I think it's also important for us as the portfolio committee also to engage with the profession when they are experiencing challenges on the ground with the, the state of the court, uh, backlogs of cases. And I think that it could be very helpful for us to engage uh, more regularly with the council going forward. That is just a general comment. Thank you, Chair. No, thank you very much, uh, Honorable Swart. I don't think that anyone can differ with that. Uh, we will put it in our program for next year for continuous engagement with the council. Already we have an item or on our side that we need to, to discuss with them the item relating to the previous uh, regulations, the first regulations uh, concerning the, the curriculum. So, but it's important the point you are raising that uh, we should be on a continuous basis, be engaging the council on issues of mutual uh, interest. Um, Ms. Merbach. Thank you very much for the opportunity again, Chairperson. I think for all the Legal Practice Council Executive Committee online, um, it is music to our ears what we've just heard because we have numerous challenges at court. We have numerous challenges, challenges at the master's office. Um, we are inundated with the challenges. So if we could build an, an a relationship so that we could contact you when we have these challenges, it will really be most appreciative because we do try and go to the heads of court and or the chief master and often we don't get the joy that we require. Just to add to what Mr. Swart has mentioned, the electronic voting, I found our um, service provider this morning just to get um, the statistics for um, spoiled ballots. On the paper-based ballots, we had about just in excess of about 120 spoiled ballots. On the electronic voting, we had no spoiled ballots. So the electronic voting does work, but that is obviously if people have access to electronic voting means, which many in our country don't have yet. So thank you very much for the opportunity once again. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ms. Mayberg. Thank you to the Legal Practice Council and to the department. We know that uh, they are always working under extreme pressure. Um, but we hope that there will be interaction between the department and the Legal Practice Council. 
and the minister will do the necessary procedural matters so that the matter can be withdrawn. And once it is ripe for us to discuss it, then it can be, uh, be put again on the committee's program so that we can quickly dispense with it. It's a very important issue. Um, but we hope that you will be coming back to us very soon. That is the minister. And uh, after after the department and the Legal Practice Council have, uh, have uh, done their consultation and corrected whatever needs to be corrected. And because we would like to, to dispense with these matters as soon as they come to us. Uh, but thank you very much. Uh, we will have our standing meetings. And, uh, it will not be a once-off. We have a lot of issues of mutual interest that we need to discuss with yourselves. Thank you very much, and thank you to the committee. Thank you very much, members. Uh, I think let's deal with the minutes. Bye. Bye-bye. Can we have a three-minute break until 10 past 10 so that the Secretariat can rearrange uh, its... Uh, uh, it's program so that we can deal with the minutes. Oh. That will give us time to make some tea. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think the chair has stepped away from his laptop. Uh, then I must take over the committee in the meantime, it's not available. Yes, he said uh, it will be back at 10 past. Uh, yes, at 10 past 10. Mm. No, no, you can't leave a vacuum. I must take over now. No, I'm, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to brief him that uh, the reason we joined uh, 10 minutes later. Uh, uh, was that uh, we got held up in a constitutional review committee meeting, uh, which is still underway. So we are clash balancing. Noted. Multitasking is your skill, I know, leadership. <laughs> sure. When our Honorable Mola, you know that we're all on that other committee as well. Yes, I saw you attended as well, and Masego Jela attended. Yeah, but, but I don't know when you left. You must apologize for all of us, not just for yourself. Hi, Wena. <laughs> I said the reason we joined late, myself, yourself. I'm not sure if Masego Jele is back yet. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sure.
can you put the first set of minutes? Thank you. Draft Minister of the Portfolio Committee on Justice and Correctional Services, 23 November 2021. Responses by the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development on the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill. Public comments. Are there any corrections on page one? On page two, is there a mover for the adoption of the minutes? Um, Honorable Wilman Newhart-Druchen moves for the adoption. Honorable Newport, reference moves. Any seconder? I'll second, Honorable Chair. Honorable Pettenbach seconds. Thank you very much. Uh, any objections? No objections. Uh, the minutes are adopted. The next set of minutes. Thank you very much. Minutes of the Portfolio Committee on Justice and Correctional Services, 24th November 2021. Responses by the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development on the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill. Public comments. Any corrections on page one? On page two, on page three. Page four, page five, and a move for the adoption of the minutes. I'll move for the adoption on the chair. Honorable Britain, Bachmoz, any seconder? Honorable uh, Druchen seconds, Chair. Honorable Nihodruchen seconds. Any objections? No objections. The minutes are agreed to. Um, do you have the next set of minutes? Um, chair. It's today's minutes that are outstanding from the portfolio committee side. 
Okay. No, thank you very much. I think one of the issues that we, I think that they were not, that was not reflected on the responses. And I think we must ask the department to provide that response. I think that there was an issue that was raised by uh, Mr. Prince uh, about the taking of the of the of the bill. Um, I think it was raised during the public hearings, and I think there was no response to it during the responses that were made by the department. I think it will be important that. Uh, uh, that be communicated to Mr. Robertson, even if there is a response in writing, uh, uh, that uh, we, we have that response on the taking uh, of the bill. Uh, thank you very much, members. Um, the program for next week, I think will be more for, uh, in light that uh, the, the, the regulations would not be ready. Um, I think next week, or even uh, by the time we we finish, I think we will uh, we will present a program um, for next week. Uh, it will be circulated uh, during uh, the course of the weekend. But I think let's agree that uh, let's dedicate the two days next week to our own internal issues. One. It will be to, in detail, uh, get a presentation from the research unit and the committee secretariat on the oversight visits that we must embark on uh, next year. Uh, that uh, let's deal with that issue on Tuesday and, and do some reflections on the year and uh, what should be. I think it's something that is going to be food for thoughts for for members. What should be. Uh, prioritize as the program uh, for 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 next year. So, but we will circulate the program uh, during the course of the weekend so that uh, members can know what uh, next week entails. But it is going to be a very light week, and then the following week it will be a week dedicated to correctional services. But it would be important, members, that we should start thinking as to uh, what should uh, next year look like. Uh, we have gone through the BRRR of the of the departments. Um, justice is still outstanding. Uh, uh, they're still working on the BRRR of justice. Uh, we have up to the third of uh, November to of December to to adopt all the reports. Uh, hopefully uh, by by Wednesday we should we should be done with justice, and so that uh, we can um, can uh, we can have it uh, adopted. Um, but looking at the three departments, justice, correctional services, and uh, the office of the chief justice, there should be areas that we identify as areas that we are going to focus on, especially next year. We know that, for instance, under justice, the master's office is one of the areas that needs serious attention. Uh, that we should be having a dedicated program on the master's office. Uh, the issue of the SIU, 
uh, NPA and the Hawks that they need to come and report. We agreed earlier on that we should be having at least twice a year a briefing by the SIU Hawks NPA on the issues uh, relating to the masters, the building of courts, where we know that there were serious problems in, in the master's office. Uh, we agreed, uh, I think in 2019, it, 20, early 2020, that uh, twice a year we will be having uh, those meetings so that we, we are kept abreast about the developments with regard to those investigations and the cases. But I'm generally asking members to also identify other areas that they think that we should be really paying special attention to, to, uh, to, to them. Next year will be the only year that will be a full year without interruptions. Uh, after that, it will be half a year and then elections. So we need to ensure that next year we, we work in such a way that we, we have in mind the legacy we want to leave behind in uh, SD's portfolio committee. Any views, members, before we adjourn? Um, yes, Honourable Chair, thank you. I, I agree with you. Um, I think we should all think about uh, proposals and uh, either have them ready or round-robin them with each other, perhaps on email or whatever. Thank you very much, Honourable Bredenbach. Any other, any other views, members? Uh, none. I think we. That means that we are in agreement. Uh, can I have a proposal for the closure of the meeting? Yes, uh, Honourable Sir, propose. Uh, Honourable Bretenbach supports. The meeting is attended. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much. See you on Tuesday. Mr. Amano, Bonani, Osia. Hello. Yes, the, the subcommittee should be meeting after this. Oh, now, okay. So we don't need to leave the meeting. No, you know you don't. But it seems like it's just you and the chairperson left, so the other members have left. <clears throat> yeah, they probably did not know, so can you please try and, and, and phone them then, because the chairperson did close the meeting, which was correct. So, uh, Valma, maybe we can take five to ten minutes, uh, and depending on their availability at that time, to resume the meeting. If it's okay with you, Valma. Yes, that is perfect. Five to ten minutes. Let's make it ten minutes. Thank you, Velma. Bye.
should have happened immediately after, in which case I should have indicated to the chairperson before he closed the meeting um, about that. So apologies, you did not uh, leave without any reason. The meeting was closed. So Vonani, just indicate before I proceed if we are making the quorum. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Colleagues, we, we, this session, as we asked last week, it's more of an internal session. You've had the chairperson uh, before closing that uh, the, the, the main committee of justice and correctional services will be meeting on Tuesday to do exactly what we want to do today here. So it will be good for us to, to do what we want to do in order to go to Tuesday with at least the ideas on correctional services on the oversight uh, and for next year, uh, well set out. Today's meeting is about just doing, I think two things if I'm correct, for us to just run through the many sets of minutes um, as a subcommittee uh, to, to adopt those. And once we're done with that, to quickly brainstorm, there will be issues uh, presented here about what uh, oversight uh, areas and suggestions we, sh we, could sh we should do next year as the, from the side of correctional services. And, and so it doesn't require an in-depth discussion uh, we listen to those and make some suggestions we can even do after that what Honorable Breitenbach suggested earlier on, kind of a round robin on some of those issues. So it should not be a long meeting. I would like to be as business as, as I can uh, on this. Um, if you agree, and I'm going to ask uh, Sia and Bonani to take us through first uh, the, on the first item. Agreed? All right, thank you. So we should start with minutes and I can't believe it. It starts as far back as 2020, which was a physical meeting. Um, those are the members that were present. And fortunately in the first meeting, obviously we did not have honorable uh, so let's go through uh, that and just uh, do some corrections where we can remember. It's been a long time. Um, that's page one. Go to the next page. If you're able to pick up any corrections, at least they were sent before this meeting. Thank you. Next page. Thank you. Um, 
Any corrections? If none, is there any mover for the minutes? Corrections, Chair. Thank you. Go I, ahead. I move for the adoption of the minutes, but I don't know who's on the system because Honorable Breitenbach wasn't in the meeting. We had Self and Honorable Horn, Honorable Self and Honorable Horn. I'm not sure who, you know, who can second. Uh, Honorable Tola Nola is here. Oh, okay, he's yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. Thank you, Chair. I move for the adoption of the next minute. Okay, you second the adoption and you are in the meeting. Thank you. Agreed. Next set of minutes. The next set of minutes was a week later, 28 February. Um, those were the members uh, present, um, two of them present here today, Honorable Breitenbach and myself. Let's go through first page for corrections. Go ahead, second page. Next page. Thank you. The last page. Any correction, Honorable Breitenbach? Uh, no, none. Thank you. Okay. Do I have a mover for the adoption of the minutes? Yeah, I'll move. <laughs> <laughs> well, Honorable. The late Honorable Mufukeng is not here, and Honorable Self is not here, so I'm forced to support you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, go do it. You'll get used to it. Try it. You might like it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Breitenbach. Let's go to the next set of minutes. It was 13 March, still a physical meeting. That was before COVID. Those were the members that were present in that meeting. Let's go for corrections, if you can remember. Uh, page, page one, page two. Next page. Thank you. Any corrections that you've picked up, members? If none, is there a mover? Honorable Neo Driffin, page four. Thank you. Go ahead. Go to page four if you can. First point, um, the spelling there in the first point. Review Can you just go back? Yes, please, page four. For the first point, you'll see the non 
review well. Yeah. Okay. Can you see that, uh, Sia or Vunani? Is that corrected? It's noted, Chair. Thank you. That's the only correction made. Any move after the minutes? I'll move. Thank you, Honorable Breitenbach. Any support? I Honorable Neil Griffin, second. Okay. Thank you. The minutes are duly adopted. Can we get to the next set of minutes? There's a jump from then to the 19th of February, 2021. Hmm. And those were the members that were present uh, who are all here present today. Page one for corrections. Page two. Next page. Thank you. Do we have any mover for the adoption of the minutes? I move, John. Honorable Nola moves. Any seconder? Honorable Neil Druchen. Ah, I can let you do it. Thank you. Honorable Druchen seconds. Uh, the minutes are duly adopted. Thank you very much, members. Next set of minutes, Wadani uh, Osia. The 5th of March, 2021, those are the members who were present uh, in the meeting. Corrections, okay. Hello, Valma? Okay, the 5th of March, March is spelled wrongly. Uh, there's an R missing. Thank you, Valma. There is wakker van ochtend. I've seen that, yeah, yeah, nee, God. Um, next page. <laughs> next page, page three. You. That's the end of the pages. Uh, if no further corrections, is there a mover for the minutes for adoption? Which would be between two members. Uh, Honorable Neil Druchen moves for the adoption. Honorable Druchen moves for the adoption. Any seconder? Seconder. All the seconds, minutes duly adopted. Thank you very much, members. Next set of minutes. See ya. Okay, should have started with this. So, 
Have, have we not done this? 23rd. No, we haven't done this, Chair. Okay. They were supposed to start with this one. All right. So those are the members present in the meeting. Uh, corrections, page one, page two. Page three. Next page. Next page, please. Thank you. Any mover for adoption of the minutes? I move. Let's create a special investigation. Or, or Honorable Nola moves with the special investigations. Any seconder? Honorable Neo Drichen. Honorable Drichen supports, uh, seconds. The minutes are duly adopted. Thank you, members. We'll proceed to the next set of minutes. Uh, See ya. Hmm. 12 March 2021. Corrections, page one. Those are the members. Okay, again, the spelling of March. Okay. Please uh, correct that. I'm in Sia. The March spelling. And then those are the members who are present. Page one, page two. Next page, page three. Thank you. Do we have any mover for the adoption of the minutes? Honorable Neo Drukhan moves for the adoption, Chair. Honorable Dharma Nivut moves. Any seconder? Second action. seconds, uh, minutes duly adopted. Thank you, members. We proceed to the next sets of minutes. Minutes, uh, Sia. Which is 29, May 21. Um, page one, corrections. Those are the members who would have been present. Two of them present here today. Page two. Yeah, you can correct that. Next page. Next, next page, page three. Thank you. The end of the minutes. Do you have a, a mover for the adoption of the minutes? I'll move. Honorable Breitenbach moves. Any seconder? 
Honorable Mayor Drachen. Honorable Mayor Nebo Drachen seconds, minutes duly adopted. Uh, thank you, members. We proceed to the next set of minutes. See ya. Our oh, apologies, Chair. It's just that there's quite a, a number of minutes. So now again, we go back and we miss the dates. Right. As long as we deal with all of them, thank you. Those, uh, that's the 12th of May. And those would, would be the members who were present uh, in that meeting, all of them present here today, some of them. Um, next page, page two for corrections. It's a bit fine. The font is too small, but it's okay. We're not. You're getting to that age where you need reading glasses. <laughs> Thank you, members. Do we have a mover for the adoption of the minutes? I'll move. Honorable Breitenbach. Honorable Breitenbach moves. Any seconder? Honorable Neil Drucken. Honorable Dama Drucken. Seconds, minutes duly adopted. Thank you, members. We'll move to the next set of minutes. Third of September, 2021. Those would be the members uh, present. Uh, um, go back, that's page one for corrections. Thank you. Next page, page two. Next, next page. Next page. Next page. Thank you. Do we have a mover for the adoption of the minutes? Honorable Neil Drucken moves for the adoption, Chair. Honorable Neil moves. Any seconder? Second. Honorable Mola seconds. Minutes duly adopted. Thank you, members. We'll move to the next set of minutes. Cut out by elections and then back to November, 16 November. Those are the members present. Okay, thank you. Any mover for the adoption of the minutes? Member Honorable Breitenbach moves. Any supporter? A seconder? Honorable Neil Drucken, seconds. Honorable Valma 
300 seconds, minutes duly adopted. Thank you, members. We proceed that that was the 16th of November. Is that the last set of minutes? Yes, Chair. All right. Thank you very much, honorable members. All our minutes have been adopted. Uh, can we move to the next item, Sia? Um, Paul, um, Paul, can you come in? Uh, thank you very much, Sia. Paul Matabate, you want to take us through? Uh, thank you, thank you, Chair, and uh, thanks to, to members, and good morning. Uh, what we, we, we've tried to, to do here uh, with, with, with the team was to look at uh, what are some of the thematic areas that the subcommittee could identify as, as part of the, uh, of the oversight. Yeah. And also look at, uh, am I audible? Okay. We're and audible, also, we're audible. continue. Thanks, Chair. And also look at, uh, in those thematic areas, what are the key focus areas that we could look at? And as well as to, on, on the far right, to propose or just to, to highlight some of the centers uh, that members might be interested in. Uh, but of course, this is not an exhaustive list. Uh, mm -hmm. Members might have uh, certain centers that they might be interested in. What, what we tried to do here, Chair, uh, maybe somebody might ask, how did you uh, identify this center? Some of the centers, uh, we, we, we just identified them without any specific uh, uh, thing in mind. But some of the centers is based on, on our experience. For instance, centers that uh, provide uh, self-sufficiency, uh, skills development, infrastructure, and so on and so forth, is based on uh, centers that we might have visited before, and we know what, what they offer there. Uh, firstly, we, we speak about uh, uh, rehabilitation as one of the thematic areas that the members might be interested in. And there we said, uh, remember, Chair, I think from the, the main committee, there's been legislation around uh, gender-based violence. Ooh, so yeah. we, we, we said uh, maybe we might also need to look at, uh, in terms of correctional services, what programs are provided there, uh, including sex offender programs that try to address issues of gender-based violence. We also looked at uh, what programs are provided in terms of drug offenders, uh, and educational programs, uh, all, all those uh, programs that are dealing with uh, rehabilitation. And then on the far right, we, we just uh, identified centers uh, that the members might, might be interested in. Members might, are free to choose and, and also propose their own centers. Second one, Chair, we looked at self-sufficiency. You'd remember as the, the subcommittee, we've been saying that uh, the, the department should not... Uh, rely much on, 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 on the fiscals, but they, they should be able to uh, be self-sufficient, uh, produce their own food, 
produce the, the, the furnitures and, 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 and sell to other government departments and, and so on and so forth. So we said we would want to look at the provision of programs which look at uh, production workshops, animal production, bakeries, fruits and vegetables. Members would, uh, would remember that uh, in, in this last annual report, the department indicated that uh, going forward, they'll be producing their own, uh, I think they've, they've identified a number of, of, I think they said uh, pogs, they will no longer be procuring pogs uh, from service providers, but they'll be using uh, from their own uh, 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 thing or from their own facility. So we want to look at what are some of the, the things that the department are producing. Uh, uh, to make themselves sufficient. Uh, we've noted that uh, we know that Boxbeck uh, Correctional Center, which is in Gauteng, uh, has been said to be one of the best in terms of workshops uh, and then bakeries. Uh, Zonderwater as well, they've got workshop. But also we, we said members should be able to, when we visit those centers, be able to look at uh, whether those workshops are being used uh, maximally. Uh, they are not just white elephant. Uh, skills development, which is the third area, uh, we said we need to look at uh, also it's, it forms part of uh, provision of production workshops, including motor me mechanics, office furnitures, and steel workshops. Uh, I think also in this uh, latest annual report, the department reported that they've uh, sold a number of uh, furnitures to uh, other sister departments, you know, so members might want to look at the quality of those uh, uh, furnitures and also interact with offenders uh, in terms of the skills that they receive when 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 they get those uh, 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 programs. Uh, we've identified centers uh, on the right. The next item is infrastructure. I think the committee has been concerned uh, in terms of infrastructure. Uh, some of the centers, you'd, uh, members will remember that, uh, for instance, that Zanini Correctional Center uh, has been uh, delayed for several years, you know. But ultimately, I think uh, from the last year, the minister reported to, to the committee that uh, Zanini was uh, finally opened and occupied. Uh, I think Escort as well was uh, refurbished Pretoria CMEX was one of the centers also that was delayed for, for, for several years. Some of the members might remember, as well as Matatiel. So those are some of the centers that members might want to, to go and look at in terms of uh, infrastructure, uh, the renovations that were done there, whether they're up to scratch and so on and so forth. The next item, Chair, would be public-private uh, partnership. Uh, facilities. Members would note that uh, the, we've got two public-private partnerships uh, in our in, in, in correctional services, which is one is Mangaum private prison, the other one is Kutama Sintumule private prison, which is in uh, Limpopo, the other one is in uh, Free State. Uh, the contracts for these two facilities will end, uh, I think, in 20, I might not uh, be certain with the, with, with the year, but I think 2025 or 2026 or 2027, somewhere there, it's a, there's been a contract of 25 years. And uh, in terms of the, the, one of the conditions is that the, the department will take over the two facilities and uh, they should be in good conditions. So members might want to, to go there and, and look at the, those facilities 
uh, whether the conditions are still good and so on and so forth. The next item, Chair, is on overcrowding. You'd be aware that overcrowding of correctional facilities hampers provision of rehabilitation services and contributes to gang violence and escapes in correctional centers. So we said members might also want to look at uh, the facilities that we've identified on, on the far right. And I think also uh, Honorable Velma spoke about uh, Malmesbury. Uh, you'd remember in our latest annual report, uh, Chair, that uh, the department reported that there has been uh, escapes of more than 100, I think, uh, in this uh, in the previous financial year. And majority of those escapes uh, happened in uh, Malmesbury. So I think we, we forgot to, to include it there. I think we included there. So members might, might, might choose uh, centers that want to, 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 to visit and look at the overcrowding. Uh, next item is remand detention. A uh, number of remand detainees, we know that they languish in uh, remand detention because some cannot afford bail amount of less than a thousand rand. And this also contributes to overcrowding of facilities. So members might want to, to look at, at, at that as one of the areas uh, of, 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 of focus or focus areas uh, in terms of their oversight. Uh, the next item that we've identified here or we're proposing is uh, issues around female offenders. Uh, and mother and baby units. Uh, members might want to look at provisions uh, of programs for specifically for female offenders in our facilities and also look at the conditions of mothers with babies in correctional facilities. We've got the number of centers that uh, have got those uh, uh, units that are called mother and baby units. I know Paul's more female that they've got, uh, Deben Westville, They've got Johannesburg, they've got, I think also East London, they've got. So members might want to, to choose uh, among those uh, facilities and also uh, propose some of the facilities that they might want to visit. Uh, and also, they might also propose some of the thematic areas that they think uh, we should focus on. Thank you very much, Chair and the members. Thanks. Thank you, Mr. Matabate. Uh, I think uh, you've just presented uh, suggestions, very good suggestions to us. And I invite members because the, the objective here is that these will be the things that you identify based on your understanding of our work in the committee. So I'm going to invite members to comment on these issues identified here, as well as your own suggestions, members, about what you think is important but is left out in this oversight. If you can do that, and if you're not able to do that, we still have time for you to think about that over this weekend before Tuesday. That's where that round robin comes in of Honorable Breitenbach. Um, so I'm going to be inviting you to comment on these and, and enrich uh, this discussion. Uh, Honorable Breitenbach followed by Velma and Honorable Nola. Thank you, uh, Honourable Chair, um, and thank you for the presentation. So on page one, in the very first block, um, the Kimberley Correctional Centre is described. Uh, Kimberley is incorrectly spelt, and okay. I take average because I come from Kimberley. So please correct the spelling of Kimberley. Apologies. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and yes, the Kimberley Correctional Facility is, is new, and I think we could well benefit from uh, going to have a look at it. Um, but Mr. Chair, what I want to suggest is this. Uh, I see what the department has, uh, has suggested, and of course, some of those suggestions are sensible and we should, and we should follow them. But I also think that uh, the members of the committee should consider doing both um, arranged visits, so go where the department says we should go, and then certainly we should do some unannounced visits. Okay. Uh, because, you know, arranged visits are, are one thing and we've all been there and everything runs very smoothly and, uh, and you know, very few problems are encountered mm. uh, for the very reason that it's an arranged visit. Mm. Uh, an unannounced visit is something completely different. And so I certainly think that, um, that we should include some unannounced visits that will be known only to the members of the committee. Uh, in our oversight. Uh, and then I see St. Albans Correctional Facility is mentioned, uh, but um, again, you know, St. Albans is my pet bugbear, so St. Albans um, Maximum Security Facility must be visited. It is an abomination. Uh, and then uh, I don't think any members on this committee, uh, except perhaps the Honourable Self, I speak under correction, perhaps the Honourable Swart, Hmm. I've seen any of the um, private facilities. I certainly haven't, so I'd very much like to see one in action. Thank you, Mr. Thank you very much, Honorable Breitenbach, for that for that input. Uh, Honorable Valma. Um, thank you very much, Chair. Um, firstly, I am very happy because I had noted um female offenders, something that I was going to raise. So I'm happy to see it uh, on the on the program. Um, but where the facility, I mean, there's facilities where they get the skills training or where they get an education or studies, um, if that could be included or covered under female offenders. Um, also facilities that include uh, the social work professions, psychologists, um, so that we can speak to them directly as well. Um, and I agree with Honorable Breitenbach that um, there must be a few unannounced visits. Um, you know, I know when they know that Parliament is coming, they really do clean up and then we don't see the problems behind the scenes. So I definitely agree with unannounced visits. And I would like to add, and um, there's no mention of, um, what's it called? Community correction centers. Um, I would like to see at least one if it's possible. Um, but yeah, I know in the minutes there's something about community correctional services, maybe something like a halfway house, you know, how does it function, the issues, the problems they face, something like that. And in relation to Marmesbury, um, I'm not trying to push for my constituency. However, I have actually never been to that correctional facility in Marmesbury. I think there are actually two centres. Um, they, call, I think the area is like it's a new prison. I think it's called new prison. The areas are called. I'm not happy with that. But anyway, um, 
you know, if we perhaps could see the difference between the old correctional facility and the new correctional facility, where this comes from, or either one or something like that in the Malmesbury area. Uh, and that's all I have. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Devot, uh, Honorable Mola. Thank you very much, Chair. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, Honorable Breitenbach uh, covers me on the issue of uh, the unannounced visit. And I think uh, the, the presentation itself covers a lot of ground in terms of what we are to uh, uh, pay focus on in our oversight uh, work. Uh, but I think uh, there are some of the issues that I think uh, we must give consideration for if they will be necessary for us to check. Uh, the issue, Chair, of um, we have been discussing uh, and trying to amend, make amends in the parole regime. Uh, I think it would maybe be important for us to check if there are offenders in that particular correctional center that are eligible for, for, for parole. Uh, then we will get to case to case uh, from there when we get those uh, uh, cases. If there are any uh, uh, offenders that are eligible for parole, what are the issues regarding each and every offender? The issue, Chair, I've, I've noticed in the JICS reports that they are consistent on raising issues of diet and kitchens. Uh, that uh, in some of the correctional centers, they found uh, the kitchens dehabilitated, uh, there's no addition, uh, there's nothing. So I think, Chair, it's, um, it's a very important feature that we must, we must add as well. I'm not sure how we're going to term it, uh, but uh, the issue of diet and, and, and the setup of the kitchens. I'm saying this, Chair, equally because... I've had an opportunity of accompanying Deputy Minister Awolomisa uh, to visit particularly the late Frey, Queenstown, Sada, and Credo Correctional Centers. Uh, part of what we have found there is that they do not have proper kitchens to, 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 to provide healthy, hygienous, uh, 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 catering to offenders. So I'm not sure how we're going to capture it as, as an item, but uh, I, I, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, the Another issue, Chair, which I think is of importance is that we, we must check the security systems of these uh, correctional centers. We, we have uh, a continuous problem of escapes in our centers. So we must check uh, the security systems uh, that are meant to keep escapes in each and every uh, correctional center that we are to visit. I think, Chair, in a nutshell, that's, 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 that's all. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Nola, and the three honorable members for your contribution. Before I ask... Uh, uh, Paul Matabate, just to indicate that I think that what members are suggesting you will indicate was the doability of it. It looks doable from where I'm sitting. 
just to to explain to Honorable Breitenbach, we're doing this. This work has been prepared by the committee section. So the department at this stage is not involved. This is our work uh, planning. And so in the way we package the program, um, we must then take into account your concrete suggestion of unannounced visits, uh, which is not going to be written in the program, but will be an understanding of the committee itself. And you will need to share your own thoughts, which of those areas could be unannounced. And some of it might be some contemporary issues, issues that are happening at the moment uh, that is not in the planned program that you want to attend to. Um, there's the, so poor the additions suggested. I was also looking for this, uh, the IT system. As when we do this oversight, we might, might, we must find a way to interact with that whether that will link up with the security systems and so on, it's going to be important. So uh, you've listened to members making some additions of what they would like to see, not taking away anything of what you have put in. And maybe for your response, if we, we add all of these issues and we're agreeing to this two-pronged approach, a formal visit and an impromptu visit, unannounced, which I also support very well. You might need from today, and it's going to give you enough time between now and, and next year, to, to start in those areas that have been identified, to do that your own research report to empower the members. For example, when you deal with the three the PP, triple Ps, that are nearing the 25 years of contract. It might be important that we get a report that says for 25 years, these are the lessons, these are the achievements, where are the problems? So that before the renewal of the next, if there, there has to be, we, we, we are empowered about those. So that kind of detailed uh, analysis and research is going to be important. And you could do that Pay each of those uh, thematic areas. And it's not for something next week. So this now gives you time to be able to break it down for this area, because for each of those, we would have met as a subcommittee and would have asked the department certain things. They would have committed on certain things and nothing would have happened uh, or things getting worse and, and so on. And so in your own space, it's important to check even that we're just adopting minutes here, for example, because many of these would have come into those kind of meetings so that you have a space to assist us and reflect and remind us about uh, those things so that when, because we've been calling them to come to us. Now we're taking an approach that is going to be going straight into where the issues are. Um, I, I see your hand up, uh, Valma Nivot, before I ask the committee to, to comment. Go ahead. Um, my apologies, Chair. I wasn't sure if I should ask before or after. I just thought I must just rather ask now. Um, in relation to what Honorable Mola brought up, 
about the parole board or parole system. Um, I would just like to add the National Council for Correctional Services. Um, it's in the Act, but you know we've never seen anything about them. So I don't know if we could perhaps call them to come to the committee next year or something. Um, so, or during the visit, there might be an opportunity to interact with a few of them. Um, I'm not sure. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Valmanivo. Um, any response to those uh, contributions and suggestions by members? Thanks, thanks Chair. Uh, and thanks, members, for those uh, contributions. Uh, I think, Chair, let, let me put it in this way. Uh, what we would do normally when we have uh, this oversight visit, and I think it's going to assist uh, to cover some of the, the, the concerns uh, raised by members, would uh, draft our own, which the, the, the subcommittee uh, would adopt, would draft our own uh, specific program, you know, for each facility that we are going to visit. I'm going to make an example. If we go to, for instance, Durban, uh, Westville, would say uh, these are the areas that we want to to look at uh, in this particular visit, uh, because the department normally they would uh, when we arrive there, they would give us a presentation about their their all the, the the center itself, what is happening, the challenges, uh, successes, and so on and so forth. But I think from the members' perspective. Members would also say, after this presentation, we want to visit the kitchen. Uh, after the kitchen, we want to see the IT system, uh, your tenstiles, those, uh, because the department has been saying, uh, in fact, from Jake's report, some of the tenstiles were networking, uh, some of them were uh, closed uh, with, with uh, handcuffs, and so on and so forth. Uh, we want to see uh, your workshops. We want to see where you put uh, your mother and baby units. Uh, we want to see this and that and that. I think that, that's what we are going to do. And then members would, would, would adopt that particular program as we visit the centers. Okay. Uh, and I think also what we we'll do uh, from what the Honorable Velma has raised would also include halfway houses that we need to visit. Uh, would also I think we can also say we need to go and meet with the NCCS, I know they are in uh, based in, in in Pretoria in in, in uh, head office. So as as we finalize uh, the the centers that we are going to visit, so we'll make sure that we put also those suggestions by members that these are the centers that we want to visit. Uh, so mo most of the things that members have, have raised, for instance, Honorable Velma spoke about issues of social workers uh, and the psychologists and so on. So normally the department, when, when we get to that center, because we would have indicated that their presentation should cover these areas. And we also want to interact with the social workers, with the psychologists. Uh, Honorable Nola spoke about uh, the, those who are eligible to parole. Uh, normally what we'd also do, Chair, is to have a session after department has, uh, or the, the, the center has shown us the facility, would have a session with a group of offenders, where they, they might also talk to the challenges that they are facing. So we'll be able to note some of those things. And I know 
issues of parole are going to, to arrive there. So I think that that's how we are going to, when we do our own planning in terms of the program for the day, for each center, we'll include those things here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Honorable Breitenbach. Thank you, Mpo. Um, thanks, Honorable Chair. Um, I, I want to suggest that that we determine our own program within each facility in as, in as limited a fashion as possible. So what I mean is we don't allow the department to determine our agenda for the day. Um, because my experience of these other side visits is you get through one prison a day, you walk around endlessly looking at all the showpiece issues and you never see the problematic issues. Okay. And then you have a long lunch. So I think we should cut out the long lunches. Hmm. Um, I think we should cut out the lunches altogether. Okay. Uh, we should determine our own agenda in each facility and get through more than one facility a day. And, and I think that while the bigger body of the committee is visiting a facility, an arranged visit, everybody else at every other correctional facility will breathe a sigh of relief and say, oh, thank God they're not coming here today. Hmm. Two or three of us should do an unannounced visit on the same, at the same time on the same day to a different place. Thank you. Makes a lot of sense. Thank you, Honorable Breitenbach. Um, I think you get you get the gist, uh, Mr. Matabate, and I think uh, you had. Uh, it's going to be important that you give meat to that program, but I think the point made by Honorable Breitenbach is important that this is our program. We are not going to be directed about uh, availability of this official and that official. We determine our own agenda for the day. So as a chair of the subcommittee, I'll be working with you and we're going to be running that through the members all the time. So by the time we finalize the, the program, you're all happy uh, about that. Uh, <clears throat> and and, and uh, I think the element of unannounced, Honorable Breitenbach is bringing that as part of the visit board. It could be an unannounced within that program on a particular issue within that institution. So, so I like that idea. Honorable Noma Temba Jele, we are just about to wrap up. Uh, you wanted to say something? Or you are raising a hand for the constitutional yeah. review? Chair, no. <laughs> no, Chair. <laughs> Thank you, Chairperson. No, I was uh, uh, something that Mpo said that uh, made me. Uh, in fact, um, I, I agree with uh, uh, a honorable member, and I'll also want to something that came out from what Mpo was saying about the list of the areas. I think that uh, in terms of uh, chair, some of us it, it will be like an educational tour to us because we've never been. In, in something like that. I think out of what Mpo was saying, because he was saying uh, they were going to identify areas and all that. Can, no, you're right. Can you hear me? I'm saying you've never been a prisoner, so it will be an educational tour as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Hence I'm saying, and then I think that uh, if uh, Mpo can do a list of exactly what is what what 
what is it that is inside the even if we're not going to say they must choose for us just for future so that we can have it have that list uh, list and then we, we look and say oh there's this area there's this area there's this area and then when we go there even if we do our own program at least we know what what it, what to expect what is it that is inside the jail is there is there any toilet is there any we know it's it's normal that is normal we is there any maybe like he mentioned issues of this kitchens there's whatever all those things that maybe he must list for for us there are cells there's cells for like he was saying che thank you thank you honorable namatemba maseko jene Thank you, honorable members. I think, Mr. Matabati, you, you have been listening. You got it. Uh, are you ready to get the ball rolling on this? That's the only response I'm looking for now. 100%. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Matabati, for that work. Please go and polish it up and beef it up, as uh, you have indicated, uh, at least by Tuesday when we meet in the main committee, this section of correctional services, even if you would not be complete by then, the elements must be reflected as to what our thinking is as the subcommittee in that regard. Thank you for that. Yes. Is there any other item? No, Chair. Thank you very much, Mr. Mtonjeni. Honorable members, it's now 25 past 11. Uh, thank you for your, your time and participation and the good uh, contributions you have made, especially on this oversight uh, program. 2022 looks very exciting. Uh, we, we, we're stepping up the gear as, as members of parliament and we, we would, would, would need to change the space of correctional services. Uh, by being visible in the kind of program that we're going to, if I may use Honorable Brehambach's words, determine our own uh, agenda. Thank you very much. Uh, the meeting is adjourned. Thank you, Chair. Can you stay behind? Noted, noted leadership. No, now ago you're having your own meeting. Hey, this one is <laughs> <laughs> the crown work must start. <laughs> <laughs>